Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry, be happy. You ever heard that song? It's kind of a happy-go-lucky song. But it, it kind of gets at what St. Paul's saying today. His letter to the Philippians. To have no anxiety at all. Have no anxiety about anything. Now when we hear the song, Don't Worry, Be Happy, we may get, get it stuck in our head, but we don't necessarily take it seriously. We may wish that we could not worry and be happy. But when we hear St. Paul say, have no anxiety at all about anything, rather in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your petitions known to the Lord. It's, it's almost like, St. Paul, come on, man, what, what are you talking about? What do you mean, have no anxiety? Anybody in this building been anxiety-free their whole life? No. It's impossible to not be anxious, to not be fearful at times. And so what gives? Is is St. Paul asking us to do something impossible? Is that what he's telling the Philippians? Does it mean in order to be a good Christian that I should not be anxious? If so, then we all stink at it. Right? And that can be discouraging. Make us either disbelieve the the Word of God, the Scripture's not true, or that the demands of the Gospel are impossible. And my growth in holiness, my attaining holiness, at any level is, is, is hopeless. I may as well give up. We're going to make a distinction between the experience of anxiety, what we cannot help, what we experience on the emotional level, and then, and then what we choose with the faculty of our will. Because that's where St. Paul is really directing his instruction. He's not saying, look, don't feel afraid or feel anxious ever. He was human too. He knows that that's part of the human experience. Jesus Christ himself experienced that in the Garden of Eden. (laughs) The Garden, not the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Gethsemane. Right? where he was making all things new, trying to bring Eden back, but that was definitely not the Garden of Eden. When he said, Father, take this cup from me. His, his humanity and it was recoiling at the suffering that he was about to undergo. There was anxiety, there was fear. You can believe that. But we take from Jesus what St. Paul is getting at here, what he did in the midst of that fear. He said, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. That act of surrender, that act of faith, that act of trust in the moment of anxiety, in the moment of fear. That's what St. Paul's telling the, the Philippians when he says to have no anxiety. He's saying, look, when you experience it, when you become aware, don't dwell on it. 
but choose right in that moment to make an act of faith, an act of trust in Jesus Christ. Because we, we tend to do this too. We start thinking about the sufferings that, that we are presently undergoing. Whether it be physical, whether it be emotional, whether it be spiritual. I'm probably going to fail this test because I didn't study enough. I get real anxious. And then I start imagining, well, if I fail that test, then I'm going to lose my scholarship. And then I imagine the conversation that I'm having with my parents. And I imagine they're cutting me off. Next thing I know, I'm out the house and I am just, boom. Your blood pressure goes through the roof and your heart is racing like crazy. We tend to project worst case scenario into the future. And the fear only builds. The anxiety only grows when we do that. What St. Paul is saying, don't do that. When you recognize you're experiencing this, this anxiety, this fear, that is when you choose. You choose to make an act of the will. You trust, Jesus, I trust in you. I trust in you that no matter how bad this situation looks, no matter how bad it may turn out in the future, that you still love me. And that your love is stronger than death. That you will not leave me in order. And then not a hair falls from my head without your Heavenly Father knowing that everything fits into your divine plan and it all works for good for those who love the Lord. And so I make an act of faith right now in that truth that you are going to see me through this. You're either going to remove the suffering that's causing me fear and anxiety. You're going to give me the grace to persevere in peace and serenity through it. So that's one of the, the Lord's invitations tonight. When we experience that fear, that anxiety, a common human experience, to not consent to it, to not let it rule us. But as soon as I become aware, to turn it to the Lord, take every thought captive to Christ, and then choose to make an act of faith and make an act of trust in Him. That does not mean that the anxiety is going to all of a sudden disappear. And so we do that as often as we need to. But the more I do it, the more it keeps me from going down that, that road that's only going to elevate my blood pressure and increase the fear and increase the anxiety. It opens me up. And it calls upon, it calls upon the relationship. And therefore, the Lord then is able to come with the power of His Spirit to keep my heart, to guard my heart and my mind with His peace. that'll accompany me, accompany me through that. And then the second portion of that reading tonight, St. Paul goes on to say, finally, whatever is, is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Something that we need to listen to and to take to heart because it can help us again and protect us from falling in 
to this negative thought pattern that's only going to increase our anxiety, it's going to steal our peace, and it's going to prevent us from seeing the gifts that the Lord is giving us, and to live in those and rejoice in those. What we look at, what we listen to, impacts our thoughts impacts what we actually meditate on and contemplate. And that affects our soul. And so I need to ask myself, are the things that I'm looking at, the things that I'm listening to, are they just? Are they honorable? Are they pure? Are they lovely? Are they beautiful? Is there excellence And if so, then I can ponder them. It's good for me to do that. If not, if not, then I am inviting poison into my mind and that's ammunition for the enemy to use to make me more anxious, to make me more fearful. Think about the news, for example. Not saying that we shouldn't look at the news, but if that's all I'm looking at, there's not much good news that gets reported. So if that's all I'm looking at constantly, that could really bring me to a low place. If that's all I'm thinking about, all I'm meditating on, could make me live in fear, filled with anxiety. A lot of our entertainment, saturated with violence and sexual immorality. If that's all I'm looking at, and and music too, pay attention to the lyrics of the music, don't matter how catchy the beat, pay attention to the words that are being said, because that stuff gets stuck in our head easier, and we begin to sing that stuff. If I'm meditating on these things that are not just, that are not honorable, that are not pure, that are not lovely or gracious. I'm shutting myself off from the beauty, the truth, the purity that God wants to give to me, and and I'm setting myself up for a life of anxiety, a life of fear. Because then those things get stuck in my head, and they constantly are playing in my imagination. If I actually am trying to follow the Lord, then I begin to think that I'm a terrible person because I can't stop thinking about these things. And then I become scrupulous, begin to judge myself. The Lord does not desire that. He desires us to live protected and accompanied by his peace. So one way that we can actually practice this, what St. Paul is saying, to think about these things, is to expose ourselves, first of all, to things that are true and honorable just and pure and so on and so forth. Such as the Eucharist, Jesus Christ himself, body, blood, soul, and divinity. Look at him. Think about him. Or scripture. Take a verse a day. Or maybe a a short passage. Read it and then ponder it throughout the day. Recall it throughout the day. 
That's bringing me in touch with Jesus. And if there is any junk in my imagination, in my memory, by pondering, by meditating on the Lord and the Eucharist, on His Word, He will begin to purify that. He will begin to make it new, to redeem it. He'll make it easier for me to think about what is true, about what is just and honorable and pure. And then he will release the fruit of his spirit into my soul, peace and joy. In every life there will be trouble. But if you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy.